to the people out there listening. How could the show be bad? Just enjoy it live from the spider room. The Internet Hotel Dropkick with the three young chucklers. I give that the space thumb of approval. Oh, God damn it. I set a standard as the sexiest host <laughs> of this show. You have no idea how hard it is to find headphones that are big enough to fit around my top hat. Idiot. You idiot. 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 You idiot. Too good. No, not good. Podcasturbation. You call it a tie, but I call it a cravat. I hate the world. I am a sociopath. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. This is about me. You can get like 20 ducks at a time in the mail. This is like my worst nightmare. What is happening here? What is happening here? What is happening here? Hello and welcome to How Could This Show Be Bad? Nope. What? Yeah! Okay, I'm getting mixed messages from my co-host, Steven. We, Stephen and Dan, point counterpoint. Welcome or no, Stephen? You start. No, Dan. Sure, let's do this. I seemed much more like he was more enthusiastic, but uh-huh. I feel like I used much stronger language. Well, so he seems he definitely seems really, to have stronger conviction. Yeah, really. I would take substance over style. He's all flash with his welcoming people <laughs> and his excitement, but he's not really committed to welcoming welcoming him. I'm committed to Welkin. Let's, I want that to be on the record. I am committed to Welkin. So we have a compromise. Everybody, please welk yourselves to our latest episode of How Could This Show Be Bad? I, of course, am your host, Mike Linden. We've already met your co-hosts trying to spin gold out of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> there's, only, there's only one person who is welcome to the show. And that would be? Our guest. John Conroy. <laughs> hey, how guys? What's going? Thanks for having me. Thanks for welcoming <laughs> You're me welcome. into your family. Aw. Oh, is that what how could this show be bad? Is the name of the podcast <laughs> that you came like, on the show? Like, like, hey guys, uh, how's this one gonna suck? Like, <laughs> keep listening, yeah. we'll get there. I yeah. love that you came on the show. You immediately agreed to come on the show it's... seconds after I seconds after I met you while asking you to come on the show. <laughs> Had uh, no idea what it was called. It's the curse of the modern day comedian. You go to, around every week to a different city, and someone goes. Hey, want to be on my podcast? And I go, oh, yeah, I'm sure your mom would love to hear what I'm all about. <laughs> and uh, here I am. Well, this, this I hope this that week, our only audience isn't our mom. Yeah, God. yeah. This week it will be Mike and Dan's mom and Phil Colas. Phil, <laughs> hey, Phil, how's it going? Suck it, Phil Colas. <laughs> if our mother listened to this show, we would be getting. Hope you like inc- the CD, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> we would be getting amazing voicemails every week that then we would be obligated to play on the show. That's true. We so. really have to find a way of getting your mother to listen to the show. Yeah, the show would be drastically better, actually, if she listens. Well, we we wouldn't be uh, having we wouldn't be having conversations. What are we going to talk about today? Right. We would just be saying, "What did mom say to us today?" Right. That's true. Yep. And that's where we would have filled in with. Yeah, her voice. exactly. That's uh, that is the type of dead air that could be avoided if Mike and Dan's mother listened. I to imagine the show. it would go something like that. John Conroy seems like a nice fellow, but why does he have to say those words? <laughs> 
Yep. I what? Which words? Yeah, what are you talking about? Did I already answer how this could be bad? You haven't, you haven't, <laughs> he hasn't gone I'm blue yet, Dan. Well, I'm just pre- predicting. I'm. Well, I'm, that's I'm, it for the podcast this week. <laughs> it's. I mean. It, John Conroy is well known for his family and child friendly comedy. Oh. That, I think they're being sarcastic. Oh. Yeah, I love the bit about balloon animals. I don't have a bit about balloon <laughs> Oh, no. This is a fallacy. We are, this is the mixed message episode. <laughs> yeah, what are, you, what are you trying to do, Stephen? I say lies, and I hope that someone else has something funny to say about them. <laughs> That's generally how this works. By the way, I'm pretty sure that Phil doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> that was very clearly Damn a it. lie. Um, Phil, Phil once told me that he totally wants to listen to the show, but he doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one a lie? Yeah, how are we supposed to parse that one? <laughs> that one's kind of mostly true. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's been our uh, weekly recurring segment, talking about Phil Colas. Uh-huh. That's uh, yep. unlike any other podcast I've been on. Yeah. In that, in that we have a Phil Colas segment? Segment, yeah. I've never. Yeah. I don't it, think he's ever come up before. That's shocking to me. I do a lot of podcasts. Hey. Wow. <laughs> Suck it, Phil Colas. You're not important enough to talk about on other people who don't know you's podcasts. Yeah, but he's apparently like our bread and butter. Like, he's oh, what... I don't know why... Yeah, I don't know why that... I mean, don't get me wrong. I take full responsibility for that. Yeah. I just don't know why it happened. Because you really like saying, suck at Phil Colas. Just in case anyone out there didn't know who all of we are, all we are <laughs> like to yeah. add another person that you don't know. Right. That's not here. Show. Has you have nothing no to do with reference. this. <laughs> um, oh, they're being mean about that Phil Colas guy that I don't know. <laughs> never met. That's right. Now we've, we've, we've forced people to have a... a predetermined opinion about Phil Colas. That's not nice. This is what Chinese robots archiving American podcasts want to hear about, John. Are, like, are, are the Chinese robots that make up about three-fourths of our audience, <laughs> are they actually convinced that they're going to find U.S. trade or like military secrets hidden inside of this show? You just don't know when it's going to come up. I mean, don't get me wrong. We include tons of U.S. trade and military secrets in code in this show. Yeah. That's what people come for. Come for the U.S. trade and military secrets. Stay for the occasional nugget of comedy that comes out by accident. My understanding was the reason that, and uh, John, you can uh, back us up and back me up on this. I understand was that the reason you agree to come on this show is because you have some incredible trade tips. Uh, that's true. Or military secrets. Or military secrets <laughs> to bring to the world. That's true, but I'm... I'd rather not today. today. Not today. Be, <laughs> not a good day. Epi- is Wait, is this just a ploy two? to make us have you back on the show? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Teaser. You have to be desperate to come back <laughs> after this first segment. You're obviously already disinterested <laughs> and uh, just dying to get back on the... You know what? I'm going to check out eight minutes into the first 60-minute show. The second one, though, that's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have you have a new record? You shorted Let's... it by a minute and a half. <laughs> Six and a half minutes. Do you have a new record? Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, <laughs> See what oh, I did we there? really are. I didn't podcast earlier. <laughs> I have an album. It's called uh, "White People Can Do Whatever They Want," which is a True. terrible thing to say out of context. So <laughs> buy the album so you can realize that I'm not a racist. Wow, that's 
Oh. My pitch. That's an, that's an excellent strategy. <laughs> Give me money to prove so that I can prove to you I'm not a racist. Listen, I know you already think I'm racist, but if you give me the following number of American dollars, pay me to give me get, a chance. That's later. already that's already racist, Dan. At the end like, of at the end of track fourteen, dollars. you'll get the joke. <laughs> oh great! So do you come? Do you come off really as racist? Do you come off as racist for the first thirteen tracks? I go about thirty-five minutes. We're like, "What is he talking about?" And then I explain. It's just all <laughs> racial epithets for it's thirty-five. Not, minutes. not even complete sentences. It's just, just screaming like, just screaming at burning crosses, hoping that they somehow uh, keep America pure. I don't see how that would carry over on an audio. Uh, so you spent 35 uh, minutes interviewing the Grand Wizard, and then you go into your act, yeah, right? Yeah, that's the first joke. <laughs> we did it, guys. Eight minutes. Oh, there. Oh, we all right. Well, well, we we've certainly it. earned a break, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is... We are not bringing the pain today. It's sweaty down here. It is sweaty down here. Yeah, and that's the kind of... Conver- Look, let's put a pin in that sweat topic. We're going to bring that right back yeah. when we come back <laughs> on How Could the Show Be Bad? <laughs> Best intro segment ever. Did you guys uh, Did you guys celebrate Hispanic American Heritage Night with the NBA the other night? No, I don't know how you guys missed it. The NBA made a big to-do about it. Here's what happened. The Heat played the Suns in a basketball game. But because it was Hispanic American Heritage Night... The Los Suns played the L Heat. Does anyone else find that slightly patronizing? Like, you know what makes Hispanic Americans feel great about themselves is talking about the teams like a failing high school Spanish student. Did you see that Heat Suns game the other night? Ah, 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 en espanol, por favor. Los Suns, El Heat, LeBron, El Dunco. I don't know if you guys know this. There are Spanish words for Heat and Suns. Why is the NBA half-assing it like some racist white guy ordering food at a Mexican restaurant? I'll take Dos Tacos. Do you have any El Hot Sauce? Can't believe this place doesn't have chimichangas. This is bullshit. What's next? Welcome to Asian American Heritage Night in the NBA. We got a great game for you. It's the New York Ching Chong Chang Knickerbockers versus the L.A. Me Love You Long Time Lakers. If you think I'm being too harsh, this isn't some fucking mom and pop. This is one of the three biggest sports organizations in the... If anybody should have been ahead of race relations in this country, the National National Basketball Association seems to stick out to me. It's like the president of PETA coming out on Earth Day and going, you know what? Fuck trees. We don't need them. Trees are for white people. Welcome back to How Could the Show Be Bad? Sweaty cast. Woo! Sweat cast. Sweat cast two. And you this, know, I've, is this the second one? It's a sequel? It is. Sweat harder? We spent half of the Bauer podcast talking about how hot we were. Oh, we can't cover that topic anymore? Well, it's, I don't know. I mean, I'm, it's sure old hat. I'm sure there's a new angle we could approach. With. Slightly more than comfortable atmospheric temperature is old hat. We can't talk about that anymore. 
Any podcast I'm on is a sweaty cast. <laughs> I actually did like uh, I like I I saw like some article posted on Facebook when I was trying to just sit back, relax, and have a good time, and you know. Forget forget my troubles. Uh-huh. You go to Facebook to yeah. forget your troubles. What better way to forget your troubles than see what other people are doing with their lives? Yeah, exactly. It's like a reality TV show, which I don't actually watch. But Facebook is there. It has to be dealt with. Sure. And then, like, you, there's... You got to see pictures of people's kids and, like, weird uh, JPEGs that are sort of inspirational statements but really are just very telling of what sort of life people are leading. <laughs> I, they're, they get strangely specific. I know it's, it's like a weird. picture of like it's like a picture of like a brand new car, and it you know you see a caption that says something like, "Sometimes when you don't have enough money to afford both the bag of onions <laughs> and the soy protein at the organic grocery store, you have to think at least I don't have leukemia anymore." Right. I get a surprising <laughs> I get a surprisingly like robust feed of just like. Uh, colorful uh images that are just like weird statements that are clearly directed to like an ex-boyfriend or something yeah. uh-huh. but like they're you know they were clearly plucked from some other website so they're like general statements that are must they're like from yougogirl.com or something i don't know it, was, it um i'm pretty sure that yougogirl.com is the website for uh, a product that is designed to aid women in peeing standing up oh <laughs> wow there's a product called the go girl in which it is just a funnel for lady pee yeah. so that they can pee standing up. And then you like put it back in its little container and put it back in your purse because you're supposed to take it with you wherever you go. And they have like a viral marketing on Facebook that's like angry at ex-boyfriends <laughs> yeah. material. You don't need your boyfriend. You could pee standing up. <laughs> yep. Wait, what? Why did... <laughs> is that why girls have boyfriends? <laughs> <laughs> you not... may have been doing have it wrong. Time? You've See... never been to a concert and seen like, you know, the man puts the woman on his shoulders yeah. so that she can pee standing up? No. That's, that's why they do <laughs> that. That's what that's about. Have you, have you never been to a concert before? Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> they weren't doing that back when I was going to back when Back when you were a kid. <laughs> you didn't see a bunch of dudes with weird, like, nondescript bags behind, like, under their T-shirts hanging off of the back of their necks? Those are filled with pee. Yeah. yeah. At the, I don't know when you last went to concerts. I assume at the, what, like, Good Counting Lord. Crows show you last attended? It would have been. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I probably haven't been to a concert in seven or eight years. Just wow, that was a life. bummer. <laughs> that is kind, that is kind of a bummer. Nobody could even wow. punch that up at all. Huh? <laughs> Just, wow. This is this John Conroy sad cast. <laughs> You're trying to produce. You're not consuming anymore. I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't know, it's been a, I don't know. How's your one-man band going, though? <laughs> so far, so good. Counted Crow. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> one-man Counting Crows <laughs> cover band. <laughs> It'd be a tribute band if all he did is play Counting Crows songs. Which, really uh, just, by the way... Um, I really I just dress up like Adam Dirtz and try to fuck girls who look like the girls that he's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait do you have like? It's a, a pretty good idea for a band. He was married. To, he was married to someone famous, I think. He screwed wow. the whole cast of Friends. He yeah, that's what I Monica thought. Monica Potter. I don't know who that is. She's the girl from. Uh, she was in that terrible Robin Williams movie where he like all of them. 
The one where he like cheers up cancer patients by making them laugh. Oh. Uh, uh yeah, Patch Adams. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Patch she's in Man. Patch Adams. She's in some other like. I was trying to think of the Winnebago one. Morgan oh, yeah. Freeman. She's good looking. Um, and I think Nicole Kidman. Do you too, only so now? Are you only an expert on who the Counting Crows guys I just, had sex I, with? I, or do, I don't can know you tell why? us also who Nickelback has slept no, with? I, can, I just know about Adam who are the Canadian equivalents reason. of all of those people. Yeah, I can't. Um. So do you not go to concerts anymore because you're busy reading TMZ to see no, I don't. who the people that you would have gone to see in concert are sleeping with? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that was something I used to do with my college buddies, and now all of a sudden, I don't know, people got older. I stopped going, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where a concert venue around Minneapolis is. I've been to, like, rock shows in Minneapolis, but never uh, never would I consider, like, is there, like, a... Pavilion so, type. Wait, what's the cutoff? So what for you're, yeah, what you're saying is that what you're saying is that you well, you've <sighs> seen local punk bands, but you haven't caught Gene Krupa in a while. Uh, I don't know who that is, but I'm sure. What, what he's an old like jazzy big band guy. Ah, good work. Yep. Yeah. Actually, to be fair, I think the only concerts I've been to, even even including those, are like four ninety nine and laugh rock repeat <laughs> there's always a reason i'm there that's comedy related. <laughs> so yeah there's but in your mind there is a there's a cutoff in between like seeing a band in a club yeah i wouldn't you would you consider that a concert i don't consider that well, a concert no. yeah well yeah. now it's I don't. a show well, yeah because i like to be agreeable but a concert to me suggests outside somewhere oh oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah, like I guess now that I think or about like, what I, I guess actually... if I saw one at like Target Center, yeah. I'd consider that a concert. I guess I haven't been to a concert in a long time yeah. either. So like, it's if only you go a, by that definition. It's, it's like, only a concert if only like one fifth of the audience can actually. I'd say enjoy a, the I'd show. say a venue over five thousand to me suggests oh, okay. concert. Like that's a, like a big show. Yeah. Oh. Then it's then as it's, opposed to just a bunch of people who like may be there to see the band or equally likely yeah, are there to drink. Yeah, just walked in there on a Friday night. Yeah, yeah. okay. Then it's been a few months. I'm the guy who just I've walked been... in there on a Friday night, no. uh, or I'm opening for the band, which is the worst thing that ever happened. With your, with your one man, uh, one man Crows counting crows trivia. No, I wish. I'd rather play counting crows song than you do my comedy for better rock You're, So wait, how many times have you opened for a band? I don't know, five or six maybe. They've never gone well. It's it's. Uh, I mean, I won't say never. It's just a different. Uh, the first couple times you do it, it's really fucking sucks. It's such a weird. It's thing a weird that... stage. It's a weird like the first yeah. time I did it was at Whiskey Junction, and no. uh, Gabe and I did like fifteen minute spots in between two bands, and uh, just from I think my my mom and my sister were in town so they came and I was like this is just the worst environment for comedy <laughs> well that would have been shitty the stage way. at Whiskey Junction is like six feet high mm-hmm. yeah which is too high and then you're it's you're, like the stage that Marty's on in like the first Back to the Future where it's like super tall and way separated yeah, from everyone and then there's band equipment on the stage and people are like is he gonna pick that guitar up and play it soon or what's going on he's just talking to us <laughs> You probably would have done better with the one man band. Yeah, yeah. For, band. Sure. for sure. Is that so? You it makes it was me actually seriously contemplate musical comedy. <laughs> it was actually quiet enough in there that you picked up all of that banter from the crowd. Is he going to pick that guitar up and play it, it too? I don't know. Weird. That would be better than the jokes that he's telling. I should get a beer. Do you want a beer? Do they have hot dogs here? 
And this was all just your mom and sister saying all that, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, they were pretty much the only people there. <laughs> I had a similar deal when I like did, I did a show in the middle of like a burlesque show, and yeah. like that no was good. death. <laughs> it didn't help that like I technically wasn't part of the show. Like they announced intermission. And then, oh, and here's a comedian if you feel like staying in the room without a bar. (laughs) Which I'm sure everybody was amped about. No one went to their cars to find their uh, airplane bottles of vodka or whatever that they had left in their cars. Yeah. So I went up to, like, the energy of a room that's full of, like, because, like, burlesque shows aren't for men at all. Like, it's all girls feeling girl power. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it... Made it rough. <laughs> so you, like, you basically had the like the the state of the room was the equivalent of like if like a movie was ending and you decided to step up in front of the screen during the end credits. Like, guys, if I could have your ten for a minute, I'd just like to do a no, 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 no. Quick even set. worse, even worse. Mike is such a talented comedian that the only show <laughs> he you. was that he the only show he was able to book is one in which someone structurally and this was his understanding going in would tell people to go away before <laughs> he started doing comedy. Right. Yeah, I I was booked on that show by my uh, uh, burlesque dancing ex fiance. <laughs> All right. All those variety. Anytime it's a variety show where it's not just comedy, it gets to be. Uh... An issue. I, like I, I don't know. Now I'm now I have fun with them typically, but uh, but I don't know. Like you make fun of the. Have kids. you guys ever done Artist Quarter on Monday night? That's a weird one. Like, no, everybody keeps. They'll be well. Mostly, just one guy keeps telling me to do it. But. It's it's <laughs> is it the fun. Guy that runs it's it? fun. Like the the audience is used to it being a variety show and used to them having like completely different. A- like it'll be. Uh, are you getting a text in the middle of our It'll show? Be, uh... Can you stop? It's not like, it's not like one, of the rest, one of the other three of us were telling a story. There's plenty of people here to pick up the slack. You could have waited, waited to check that. You could have waited to check that for like 30 seconds where you're like, I'm talking about this show that I don't care about. I am so bored Time by the sensitive. show that I'm on and the show that I am talking about that I'm going to check this text message on my phone that well, I was too good to turn the sound off on before I I started recording an audio show. What was the text message? I'm very important. What was the text message? No, I, I hope that the president is in trouble and needs you. I think this is the it's story. A, I think this was a, the plan all along. It's a text from a girl that says, should I eat? Oh, wow. The answer is obviously no. I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but all right. So Artist Quarter is a good time. Uh, like it's... <laughs> No, I'm just going to no, gloss over that. that. I, actually no, want to hear. I, I think I that we hear. should really decide whether this girl should eat or not. She didn't get enough information Let's to get it to a vote. Yeah, um, we, yeah, we have follow-up questions, but <laughs> recognizing that you can only fit so many follow-up questions into 140 characters, <laughs> we're going to have to plan these out. All right. All right. So we're, we're not talking about our score. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're that's the one. You brought, that's what I'm comfortable talking about. You brought about. your incredibly benign personal life into the show. I didn't. I don't know. It's, you opened uh, the door, counselor. I'm, wait, wait. I'm waiting. I'm some someone's someone very important's ride today. So I thought it might be him. Oh right. Yeah. Who's ride? Are Chris you? Maddock. Friend of the show. Chris, Chris Maddock. Yeah. Is, uh, we could, we could is call him that. Friend right? of friend of the show or a previous guest that couldn't get out of here fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a show that he needs a ride to, so I'm just monitoring. Otherwise, I would obviously have turned off my phone. I know this is very important 
podcast. Absolutely. How, the, how is it going to be bad this time? Yeah. This <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I, look, we could book guests that we expect would have some amount of respect for our show. How? But we choose not to. We have plenty of people no. waiting on this show. This is very important. We have people sure. asking us if they should eat. They wait for us to put on a podcast to let them know. They don't text us directly. The answer, again, no. Yeah, don't eat. So you I'm at the are. artist. Love your body, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, artist part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's a, is there food it's weird, there? Weird. Yeah, it's weird. There's Could that food girl there? have eaten food there? Uh, there? Possibly. Uh, um, there uh but the crowd there's pretty good. They're used to different kinds of acts, but it it is a weird thing. Like there'll be music, there'll be poetry. You got to follow whoever. I followed a guy one time who read a poem entitled Nine Eleven O One. And what year was this? Uh, this was uh, 2009, I think. So okay. he was so afraid, maybe 2009, 2010. He was afraid in the title of the poem that people would think he was talking about September 11th, 1968. I don't know exactly what the motivation for that title was, but he wrote a poem that was about 9-11. And it was on for about seven or eight minutes. And obviously it was a good poem, but it was super... Oh, obviously you know, it was a good poem. Whatever, it's, you know... No Different one has ever of... written poetry about 9-11 that wasn't great. Well, I don't mean this is uh, where actual poets hang out. I suppose – I don't know how to judge a poem. It seemed like it was good. It certainly changed the <laughs> did, mood of the room. Did, sure. people, sure. did people snap at the end? Uh, no, no. And it wasn't a good poem. Uh I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the process is or how that works. <laughs> so you then, uh, you then afterwards well, told jokes about balloon animals. Well, no, I, <laughs> I, I. You did a tight three on nine eleven oh. Well, I no, I went up and I said uh, I'd like to read you my poem entitled uh, nine ten oh one, and I said, boy, it sure is boring around here. <laughs> I wish something would happen. That's a good recovery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did that work out? Uh, they were cool. Raucous they applause. Cool. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. But uh, that's the sort of thing you're going to have to right. think on your feet at that room. And then did, did the poet then crumple up that poem and throw it in the garbage knowing that you had already surpassed his genius? No, I, I think everyone in the audience realized, and what I realized going up was that I'd been put in an impossible situation yeah. Yeah. following yeah. a poem about 9-11, <laughs> and then we all had a good chuckle about how fucked I was. Yeah. Right. Yeah, who runs that room? Uh I don't know. It's like a it's I don't I don't know if there's one guy who runs it. Art ah. S Corner. It's in St. Paul. It's a good room. Cuz they they uh they kind of fucked you there. Yeah. No, no. Well, I don't think I don't, I don't uh, think it's No, I had a great set. It was good. Like it, was there not like a knife juggler or something like that that could follow the 911 people? Certainly there are, but you <laughs> I chose a slot, and that's where I ended up. Sure. Oh, oh! So you fucked yourself? Well, I didn't know I was fucking myself, but you lost the fucking yourself roulette. The poet didn't sign in as nine eleven poetry. You okay? No, that's you are correct. This is the poet's fault. Not for not for not for reading that poem, and not for writing the poem. I guess, <laughs> but certainly for not noting to the people that are trying to run a show. 
including the other performers, that he was going to read a poem about planes flying into the World uh, Trade Center. So you're well, saying, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, f- first of all, I was, this wasn't like a story about how things went bad. Things were cool. and like. Look, when terrible things happen in America, John, we need to find someone to blame. I am blaming this poet. You're blaming 9-11 on the poet? <laughs> no, I'm blaming the difficulties he had with that one specific set on the poet. Also 9-11. I didn't have wow. any difficulties. The set he had difficulty well. with the second before he started talking. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it sounded like it was a triumphant recovery. It the was. kind of story you want to hear this. after 9-11-01. Right? I'm trying to tell a story about how good I am, guys. <laughs> John Conroy, American I can hero. follow 9-11 poem. <laughs> yeah. And no one, no one even had to had to pay you some amount of American dollars to uh, to find out that you were good that night. I think Ooh, yeah. you get. No, no, no. You have to buy two drinks there. Two oh, it's too expensive. Bullshit! What? Yeah, let's decry two drink minimum <laughs> clubs. That'll teach them to make me I drink. Do, I do have a friend who she refuses to pay any amount of money. There was a we went to an open mic in Milwaukee one time, and uh, the comic at the door was charging thirty seven cents per person for whatever reason. <laughs> he said right. it was for batteries for the cordless mic. <laughs> <laughs> and she, Best show and I, ever. So obviously I'm like, all right, let's just, pay whatever, here's a dollar. And, uh, and she's like, no, I'm not doing this show. And I'm what? like, what the fuck? <laughs> here's three quarters. I'm paying for both of us. <laughs> did did she refuse to allow you to pay for her? No, I went in and did it, and she sat in the bar. That's awesome. Yeah, that is that is the that is the most she's an LA, obstinate. She's from LA, so it's I guess a matter of principle. That is the There's most a lot obstinate thirty-seven cents of principle that I have she, ever heard. Uh, so is the she principle was not backing the principle. I don't pay for comedy, or I don't give comedy. I don't pay money. money to get on stage. The, yeah. Okay. Which is a thing in New York or LA. People yeah. people get charged for stage time. So I guess right. she's kind of sticking to the principle of it. I. Well, Alicia now, would if you're out there listening. Well, now pay the fucking thirty cents. <laughs> now don't I kind of respect her. You make me look like an asshole. Principles. Because I, I walked that. in with the girl who's ch- cheap to pay thirty cents. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wedge issue, John. That Milwaukee. She will listen to this podcast. Really? And get mad at me for saying that. Yes. <laughs> oh, perfect. That's, well, that's the strongest reaction now, we'll yeah. ever have from I'm, this show. Yeah, now, now I'm on her side. The, there's a, like, look, I thought that I was going to attack someone for being too cheap to cough up 37 cents, <laughs> the weirdest amount anybody's ever been asked to pay for anything. But, I'm sure there was a mathematical formula that went into that. Yeah. Well, no, I he's expect, a crazy person. That's the math. <laughs> <laughs> I expect 10 and two-thirds people, so right. this is the $4 I need for batteries. Uh-huh. Um, uh, that math checks out. Do it in your heads. Sure. Pause the show at home. Get a calculator if you have to. But no. But now there's a, now there's a principle at work here, by which she is not. She is making sure that she doesn't get soft, go home, and get fucked by some other crazy person. Because who knows? It's a crazy person. They could ask for thirty-seven cents. They could ask for thirty-seven dollars. You don't know. Those are expensive batteries. Some batteries are expensive. Some microphones run on car batteries, Dan. What? Those or or those tiny little lithium batteries that astronauts take to the moon. What? <laughs> Which batteries are those? Duracell. <laughs> New sponsor, Duracell. The batteries astronauts took to the moon. It's the first battery company whose name I thought of. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they appreciate that as a, as a sponsor. It's just the first name I came up with. 
Well, Energizer but- goes to Mars. Fuck Duracell. Is that wait? Are we have is this competing advertisers that aren't actually paying us now? Yeah, we were gonna do a quick battery off. I oh. won. Uh, I Thank guess you, you did. I guess I guess you did because winning involved proclaiming I won. <laughs> well, if that was the case, I mean, I I should. nope nope too late. Right. He already said he won. Yep. The only one that can overrule it now is uh, whichever battery company chooses to write us a check first. There Send are- us an email if you want to get an address for check writing. How to- about? Oh. Can, can't you just can't you just send an email or can't you just send a check to the email? No. There's got to be a way to do that, right? There probably is actually, but how would that work? I don't know, like a routing number and stuff. Send your banking information <laughs> to our email. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. But, yeah, send us routing numbers, people. Yeah. Uh, God, I think, I think I just want to just cap off the segment that way. I don't want to distract people while they're typing up their routing numbers. But John is, like, us. at the ready. He's got that microphone just jammed up in there like he's got something to say. <laughs> no? He, for for the <laughs> listeners at home who are only listening to this, he is shaking his head no. That's because he knows that I want to go out on howbadcast at gmail.com, how send us your routing number, and a checking account number. I do want to say that I've done some amazing visual comedy. <laughs> the pratfalls earlier? You've missed it. The pratfalls and the balloon it. animals? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. You, this has really been like, this has been like watching Cosby. And, like, when you just listen to it, you're losing a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Well, one time I told a joke in this podcast earlier today <laughs> that did not get a laugh, and I very comedically shook my head like, I wish I hadn't said that. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man, nobody saw my saver. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wait, you, were you referring to this podcast, or did you do yeah, another like show I, right before you no, came no, here? No, 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 Like, I'm talking about, like, 15 minutes ago. I have a okay. photographic memory when it comes okay, to Okay, so podcasts. everyone rewind about 15 minutes ago and find the point where exa- John said something that you don't find funny, right. but then know <laughs> that he saved it. It's going to be quite a little treasure hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you find the spot... <laughs> Send us your bank routing number and checking account number. <laughs> and the secret saver somewhere in our podcast. And we will extract $25 from your account. For getting the joke. And 37 cents for batteries. Right. It might have been while we were doing sound check. Oh. Oh, well, you've, no one's going <laughs> to no send us money now. Twist ending. All right, got to go search through our archives. We'll be right back on How Could the Show Be Bad. Oh, slow it down to a story too. I uh, this is uh, this is not to brag. This is just part of the story. But I was uh, playing softball the other day, and I uh, I hit a home run. I hit it out to right field. It was pretty far. Like I actually hit it out into the road. And I dented a car, so I had to leave a note for the owner of the car. So I just wrote, uh, "This is how good I am at softball." I don't have any car insurance, but if you want to talk about how good I am at softball, here's my name and number. P.S. I'm right-handed. This was opposite field power. You know, they say that the hardest thing to do in sports is to hit a baseball, but I think it's harder to make your dad love you. Welcome back to How Could This Show Be Bad? Uh, Yeah. Oh. Ooh. 
Are we getting down, you guys? Is no. It? No, Is... I'm pumped. I'm so pumped that I tuckered myself out. <laughs> um, so you didn't you didn't pace yourself is what you're you saying. You overpumped. I overpumped, yeah. Mm-hmm. Typical. <laughs> it's like uh it's like those uh what are those you remember when you were little kids there were those rocket things that you would like put water into and then pump it up to make pressure and then they'd shoot up in the air? Yeah, but how do you over pump those? They explode if you they have like plastic breaks and it shoots plastic shards at you. Isn't it designed to just shoot up after you no, like you got to press a release thing, but if you overpump it and oh. overpressurize the water in it, like look, I, I imagine since these are toys, since I am describing a toy that had a structural flaw mm-hmm. from twenty years ago at least, yeah. I'm sure it's been made so much safer that it's not fun to play with anymore. Yeah, I imagine when I was at that age, that that had already established itself with a safety but, thing. Dan, when you were at that age, like. It was 17 years ago. It wasn't. <laughs> it's not like it's not like you're 14 years younger than me. Ah, uh, fine. I was too busy playing Sega, anyways. What's happening to go right outside? Now? We're comparing I've, our pump stories. So toys. This is this is a specific problem that I have. Okay. Um, toys are are so ridiculously safetyfied now. Yeah. That they're they, they're not even any fun to play with. Like, toys, playgrounds as well. You understand you're at an age where you're not supposed to think it's fun to play with toys. Shut right? up! <laughs> I love my toys. But uh, even, like, uh, I mean, even lawn darts now aren't designed to, like, murder people. Yeah, jarts? Like, yeah. what the... F- even lawn darts. Well, because those things used to be terrifying. Remember when they were just giant spikes with a plastic plume thing off the back? That yeah. was awesome. Like, I can't imagine the number of, like, stray cats that were killed by those things over the years. Or feet. Or feet. Stray feet. Stray yeah, feet. I mean, I'm a barefoot flip flops guy, and like, so you like, it's taken a whole element out of the uh, the sport of kings, as I like to call it. The jarts. jarts. Uh-huh. Um, the sport of kings. Sure. Why are they jarts? I don't it, it remember. Was a, I think it was a brand name for lawn darts. Um, you know, lawn darts. You shorten that, it becomes jarts. <laughs> it makes sense. I don't know why, but they were called jarts at some point. Why are you so familiar with it that you know a brand name? Because as I as I said, this was the sport of kings until they made them much safer and like like just put little weights on the end instead of pointy things yeah. and took a whole element out of it. Because like I said, I'm a flip flop barefoot sort of guy. Uh-huh. So like for me, it, there was a constant heads up when you're playing this game. Like you gotta always be paying attention. It's head on a swivel. It, it was like Fallujah. This this sport was. <laughs> I don't. I you lost me. Was that was that the. Uh, was that the theme of the <sighs> Jarts commercial? Make it, you, make your backyard like Fallujah. But at the yeah. time, but when Jarts were actually dangerous, no one knew what Fallujah was. Your premise doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Look, we can sit here all day and attack my premise, or we can just accept that I am right mm-hmm. and that this thing that makes me angry is valid. Okay, John, what kind of lawn door- darts do you prefer? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't remember lawn darts. I was just thinking about Fallujah, though. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is kind of an embarrassing story. But when I was in college, I was in college when nine eleven happened. Nine eleven oh one. Yeah, nine eleven oh one. And uh, I was in a fraternity, and uh, oh. somebody. <laughs> Here we somebody, go. This story just got interesting. Somebody the got, planes flying into buildings. Not interesting. You and a fraternity got the. And by the way, this is in Alabama. <laughs> I should oh, preface yes, this, please. <laughs> So uh, someone got the bright idea 
that uh, we're going to have the pledges stage a holy war in the backyard. <laughs> wow. And uh, they picked out, like, it was, they just picked the darkest skin to pledge. And he was, they were like, you're Osama. <laughs> you you heard it here up. first, folks. John Conway can never <laughs> run for political office. Dress up as Osama. Uh-huh. And then they, he gave, they gave him, like, three guys, and then it was, like, the rest of a, so, like, 35 guys against those four guys. And those guys were allowed Whoa. to throw. Those guys were allowed to throw rocks, <laughs> and we outfitted the American side with potato guns. So what you're saying? <laughs> wow. is, what you're saying is your fraternity no SEAL Team Six. Even at the top, like even How at the time that after nine eleven was this? Even the, oh, this was like the week up. Okay, so uh, this is how you guys were like processing it. So you're thinking, it. You're, and you're like thinking the, nine, the thing, nine like, twelve was, through nine fifteen. Uh, I'll say, like I was pretty young and dumb at that point. I think I was maybe twenty years old. Oh, really? Is that so, it, like, is the decision to really, participate in that a decision that a young and dumb person <laughs> makes? Yeah. Sure. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I just wasn't conscientious <laughs> about like, hey, this is not. This is. Well, I, even then, I kind of knew it wasn't politically correct. Well, sure. <clears throat> I did think, like, this is sort of inappropriate. But <laughs> well, I feel, you like, have to understand, I feel like as soon as this, the plan... This, this <laughs> staged holy war in the backyard is no worse than that Toby Keith song, right? <laughs> well, I mean... That's Look, the way I quantify no it. <laughs> that no. holy war that I, I it wasn't my idea that I I'll say that I I, that I watched uh-huh. briefly <laughs> was my version of having written uh, whatever that fucking Toby Keith song is right. called. No, no staged holy war in any backyard ever is any worse than that Toby Keith. The song. worst part about the whole thing that like sticks with me to this day is like the poor guy who the pledge Ben Collinger. Who was? If you're who listening, was, Ben Collins. Who was Osama bin Laden? He, yeah. I mean, he looked like a dead ringer for <laughs> Osama. Wait, did he Just have a really dark long gray skinned, beard? Dark skinned white guy, same coloring. He could get the beard, kind of like it. It was. I mean, he looked. Wait, wait, wait. Did you? Did you? Did you make him grow out the no, beard? No, no, no. Nobody grew out any beard. Was he or doing anything, this in blackface? No, no. He's just a dark skinned white guy. So what you're huh. saying is that you shot potato cannons at the pledge that tanned the most. I, no, I wasn't. I wasn't, I wasn't involved in the holy war. Was this like before or after that one dude died from drinking too much water and they cracked down? This on is hazing? also. I, this is possibly the fourth or fifth worst thing I saw happen at that house, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> well, you Not were, even in the ballpark of the top couple. You were in but, Alabama, you say? Yes. In a fraternity? Yes. So do you do you have the name of that fraternity branded on your arm? With no, a no, I never got any of that shit. Uh, Sigma Chi, but uh, yeah. Oh, I wasn't angling. I wasn't fishing for the name of the fraternity. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, I, I was going to be like, oh, Sigma Chi. Those ones are the I'm worst. Not a, I'm not a tattoo guy, so I never got one on. Well, I didn't ask about I was asking about branding. No, up yeah, coat no, no. Hanger. That kind of shit. Was, How did you end up in a really frat happen. in the first place? Noted um, joiner uh, John Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, you you have been our guest I know for I don't 40 seem minutes now. Quite... You haven't really joined the show. <laughs> um, I'll, 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 I, here's what I tell people now. I think that uh, my favorite movie growing up was Animal House, and mm-hmm. I think that I thought, I w- like, I would watch that, and I'd be like, I identify with John Belushi. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I thought, I want to be in a fraternity, and then I joined a fraternity, and I was like, oh, no, 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 I want to be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> He's not actually in a fraternity. Wow. It's, right. a, it's a good thing that comedian was the second, was the second uh, yeah, thought that you had yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. cokehead. 
Well, noted noted cocaine overdoser John Belushi. <laughs> I identify with that, and would like my heart to explode. Sure. Very good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Some so yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a, I, I don't say I regret the decision to join, sure. but because uh, I met some well, you have brothers, some cool life. friends, yeah. and stuff. And there was, I mean, it all. I mean, it makes sense from if you it, think but of it that. does. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I was you know eighteen yeah. years old too. Right. You go yeah. to school and they give you beer and so, like, join. So, and, yeah, are you saying that yeah. you got drunk while you were eighteen years old and yeah. didn't make good decisions? Uh, I'm not saying it was a bad decision. I'm just saying I probably wouldn't make it again. I think what he's saying is he joined a fraternity and then. 9-11 happened. <laughs> That's, that is indisputable <laughs> fact. I think that we're seeing that there's a real like glass half empty, glass half full divide between Stephen and John Conroy, mostly involving John's stories. <laughs> like pretty much the whole theme of this show is, oh, so you did something horrible that you hated. No, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, Stephen's like really but, pushing for some like... I mean, I there were things that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're getting into this. This is happening now. All right. What was worse than the holy right. war that worse. you staged in the backyard of your house? Worse than the holy war. All right. Uh, well, I okay. The whole um, the whole, the annual week called Rape Days. No, 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 nothing, nothing like that. Um, I did uh, a buddy of mine crashed his car one time. I don't know anything about fraternities that I haven't seen on Dateline. Well, he was so, uh, he, well, uh, he was drunk and uh, four wheel driving in the neighbor the neighbor fraternity's yard. He was mudding. <laughs> yeah, he was mudding, and he uh, he caught a tree on his front, uh, wrecked his grill or whatever. And uh, his mom was coming down to visit the next week, uh, so uh, he told his parents uh, that he had hit a deer. Um, and oh then, yeah! If you just put a little deer fur on there, like even the insurance company will buy that. Um, Nothing. Um, <laughs> you uh, you kind of beat me to the punch there. Uh, so he, uh, <laughs> Oops, my bad. He killed a squirrel with a BB gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Oh man, this is even and more then, intricate. And then rubbed the squirrel into the grill, oh, my like God. the blood and the fur. <laughs> so they didn't take the. <laughs> and Did his mom. Hit? His mom came. This is. Hundred percent. His mom comes down, and she sees the car, uh-huh. and she goes back. He just he's and he thinks, hey, it was a waste of time doing all that." And he gets a call from his dad a week later, and he goes, uh, "I'm not going to say his name, but he goes, uh, hey, bud, I uh, I got to tell you, I owe you an apology. When you told me that uh, you you hit a deer, I, th- I told your mother. I said, uh, I said he pr- he probably got drunk and." He probably got drunk and crashed on his own, told us he hit a deer. But she said when she came down there that she saw, like, the deer blood and the hair in the grill. And I really owe you <laughs> That's awesome. So, wait, uh, I, have, I have several questions about this. Yeah. First of all, did he handle the dead squirrel with his with his? Oh, hands? yeah. He's, yeah, I mean, he was he rubbed the squirrel. southern hunter guys. Yeah, he thinks it's great. Oh, the old squirrel rub. Wait, Southern Hunter. There were some other. Is, I mean, that, is that a common character time, trait? It's not the only time somebody killed a squirrel while it's in the fraternity house. Did they always rub it on something afterwards? <laughs> uh, well, the, let's see. Uh, we got it at one point. There was a prank war in the house where, uh, at some point, we we let go. Like there was two floors. Well, you'd only been there for a few years. Are you sure it hadn't been a, cr- a prank? Second. A prank cold war for several years. 
I don't know. It was a new thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But uh, uh, so we let go, like, I think, like, I don't know how many he bought, but I think it was, like, something like 7,000 crickets oh. on the top floor. And oh, then, because crickets can't get off a single floor of a house to infest the other floors. Well, that wasn't really our issue <laughs> at the time. I don't know. I never really put that together. I guess there could have been crickets on our floor. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, this house is somebody, obviously awesome that somebody, you didn't know. Somebody took care of the crickets at some point. Sure. Um, and then, so then they came down uh, to our floor like a couple nights later, and they put shaving cream all over the halls. And we were like, that's the lamest fucking yeah. prank ever. <laughs> crickets way better. What are we, graduating eighth grade? What's <laughs> happening here? <laughs> so we thought, and then uh, two weeks later... Uh, we had, like, community bathrooms, and uh, one of my buddies was uh, washing his hands in the sink, and he went to get soap, and instead of soap coming out of the soap dispenser, shit came out of the soap dispenser. Wow. 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 That's they, an awesome soap dispenser. They had uh, opened the soap dispenser and <laughs> cut the soap bag, poured half out, and one of them took a shit in the top part of the soap bag, <laughs> and then they put it back in, and they waited. That's, kind of, that's wow. kind of, that's not only amazing, but very disciplined. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, uh, it was uh, a, quite a sight when it happened. I was like, this is the grossest thing that's ever. So, so they resisted I thought about the this a lot over the like, years, and I think the worst part is that if I ever had shit in my hands. Yeah. The first thing I would be looking for is a soap dispenser. Right, right. But there's wow. not yeah, soap right. in that, that is soap some crazy psychological warfare. <laughs> 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 shit, yeah, that's, that's, so, that's like, amazing. So they resisted that's the urge. water torture, basically. Yeah, it's... they resisted the urge to immediately run to the bathroom every time they heard a toilet flush to see if this right. would be the time. Well, they <laughs> knew shit they knew out. they weren't going to get to see it. Right. It was. Yeah, that and is, then, that so is amazingly disciplined. My, you can't beat that. My buddy's response to that on our hall was to kill a squirrel, of course. A theme. The, so this the is a good is start so then, for beating this. And then uh, he put. The is this the same squirrel guy, by the way? Or is this I different think guy? it was uh, maybe two guys in cahoots. Sure. Uh, on this one, <laughs> but uh, he was one of them for sure again. Uh huh. And they put the dead squirrel in uh, the exit sign on the top floor. And if you ever. Uh, those exit signs are like heated lamps. Yeah, yeah right. it, it immediately so cooked the squirrel. It, uh, he basically cooked a dead squirrel in yeah. their hallway, <laughs> and uh, it took him about a week to figure out where that smell was coming that's, from. I thought it. it was coming from the attic. Sure. No one ever. Finally, they, finally, there were some flies buzzing around the exit sign, <laughs> and they put it together. That's a pretty good. That is a pretty good fight back. I still think shit in the soap dispenser might be uh, might be the apex of that prank war. Because uh, well, you're right, there I mean, is a that's serious... definitely the one that had the most thought put into there's, it. There's a well, serious the psychological The fact that, they, that. They, that there was a placebo. The smoke screen of yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, that was that amazing. Was, yeah. That's thought, what impresses me I the thought, most. I thought you got, that was pretty good, that yeah. you guys basically made you think that you got us back to, like, relax us. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden, there's shit in our hands. Yeah. <laughs> Although the shit in the sub any, wait, wait, wait. By the way, did any story that ends with all of a sudden there's shit. <laughs> did, yeah, did you say our hands? Is... Like someone pumped shit into their hands and then someone else went, 
That doesn't seem right. Let me try Maybe that. Maybe it was a fluke. No, no, it's just the one guy. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> you seem to suggest. <laughs> that would have been sort of the... Uh, the. And that's when I stopped washing my hands. Right. <laughs> Forever. A practice you Joe, continue to this by the day. way, I used to... I, we I will used, be burning I used to, this microphone. I used to talk about that one on stage, um, but I could never really get it to work. But I, I, I will say that you shouldn't... It's not a prank you should try at a restaurant. <laughs> Health code violation. Right. That's actually why I got fired from Public Gump Shrimp Company. <laughs> That's why you got fired from Public Gump Shrimp Company? Not the rigors of working at Public Gump Shrimp Company? No. Shit dispenser. Shit dispenser's solid. Yeah, Probably. although it's it's a focused one. Which is the like, thing, which is, you know, what, what I call Public Gump Shrimp Company. Am I right? What? Shit dispenser. I was making fun uh, of Oh, boom Yeah, it was a terrible... Attempted taking him down. Yeah, <laughs> look, I'm not proud of it. I've ne- yeah, I've never seen you be this immediately apologetic I for said, something. Look, you can generally tell when I when I tell what is generously termed a joke, and then say, "Am I right?" Right afterwards, that it probably wasn't a solid joke. If you go back and think real hard and look for the clues, you'll discover that that was not a solid joke that immediately preceded that. Okay, <laughs> look for the clues. Wait, are you talking to me or are you talking to the, uh, the listeners? Either I, way. Uh, I was expecting you to find clues. Okay, clue number one. That joke sucked. <laughs> Most important clue, I would Clue say. number two. I like your absolute faith that there are still listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and sick burn from the guest. <laughs> we know that at least one person is paying attention because well, we get emails. Well, hey! that's, that, oh. that, my friend, is not listeners. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is listener. That's true. But uh, I'm just as, I'm as busting balls. Yeah, actually, this this, some, this person that this is what us. I do on podcasts. The Thompson brothers got pissed at us because we kept Gabe and I kept talking about the how few people were listening to theirs. So. <laughs> See, we 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 personally talk about it every episode. So you yeah, you can, we're we embrace and I've yes. never yeah. been offended until now, in which a guest came here, made fun of how few people were listening to it, and then pitched someone else's show. <laughs> That's uh, my brother's podcast with Shannon and Tommy Thompson. I'm on episode 14 with Gabe Noah. It's not too late to switch over. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Oh, that was amazing. So glad that so glad that we had you here to <laughs> shit to verbally shit in the yeah. hands of our no, listeners. No, that was the shit dispenser move of the of the guest spot. I mean, to be perfectly honest, if they that was the perfect time to tell them to switch over. Because at this point, I'm just going to ask you, do you have anything coming up that you want to tell people about? I've been on many, many podcasts. Wait, are we not, you can, are we not reading that email? Jayabundanza's we'll Method of the ma- <laughs> Method to the Madness. <laughs> wait, wait, say that again? Uh, let's see. There's Land of the Hoss. That's Nathan Hoss's podcast out of Appleton, Wisconsin. Okay. You can catch me on. Define Metropolis of Appleton, Wisconsin. <laughs> That's uh, It's a good comedy town. There's uh, there's uh, Jay Abundanza's Method to the Madness out of Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Stu McAllister in Grand Rapids, Studio 
fucking I don't know what it's I called. I'd just like to say, for the record, everyone that uh, Conroy has mentioned now is officially part of the How Could This Podcast Network Be Bad family of podcasts. <laughs> and we, we do expect you to plug us in return now. Wait, also, uh, uh, waiting for the pizza. It's, uh, <laughs> local Minneapolis podcast. And then, uh, then I was also on um, uh, WTF with Mark Maron. Well, that sounds like a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why would you why would you do that? It's a long. We take a little bit. He he really grinds on me for like, a couple hours. Like we get down to it. But you can't really you can't really see that. What do you mean? What? I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let it go for as long as it did. The grinding. Oh. Yeah, see what I did there? Hold on, let me look at the clues. <laughs> <laughs> look back at the clues. I I'm, think you'll find. I'm pretty sure that was terrible. <laughs> John, do you have any shows coming up? Do you have a way for people? Do you have like a CD that I people uh, that is available for people to purchase that we may have mentioned in the intro? It's on iTunes. There you uh, go. White people can do whatever they want. Um, it should be noted for the record that uh, that uh, John Conroy is half Aleutian Indian and half uh, Asian Indian. No, no, no. I'm white. <laughs> um, I never want to. No, that's not even funny to talk about not being white. Uh, <laughs> and but, once again, you're going to have to buy the record to find out that he's not just a terrible racist. Um, it's on Delinquent Records, uh, which... Um, Produced by the lovely Shannon Thompson of of my brother's podcast <laughs> fame. Not Do you have late. a URL that you could drop in there so that people can no, find it? No, it's just on. It's on iTunes and Amazon. Boom. I'm not going to do all the work for you people. <laughs> <laughs> I was at good. The you should go fucking get you it. You should get it and look for my laugh. Oh, I found it. Oh yeah, I listened to the record. I found you laughing like an asshole, just just ruining this. This entire recording. There's a now, couple. I can pick out a couple laughs in it. Like I, I hear Gus at one point, and I and I <laughs> definitely hear Larue. I can definitely spot Lyle Larue's laugh. It's not a laugh Lo- though. It's not, it's not a laugh as much yeah. as noted local distinctive laugher. If you are <laughs> well, it's, local to it's the not Minneapolis a laugh area. as much as like when you start a joke that he really likes. He like. Oh, does he? It's is like, like a, he woos like the first four yeah, measures of like, a song. It's like a he applaud. Yeah, he applaud breaks before you tell. <laughs> like when you, uh, like when you go to see, like say the Counting Crows, and like people yeah, hear like, the first four play measures. Play Mr. Jones. <laughs> yeah, play. That's how he feels about the Waddles joke. <laughs> now everybody needs to get your CD to find out what that refers to, and to learn that he's not a racist. Or we could just, uh, right. or we could just put that joke. Half the joke, right, right up until the punchline in the interstitial, to save people from having to listen to the scene. No, no, right up until the punchline into the interstitial. Oh, yeah. I see. So that then maybe then we they... could put it up until this guy's half weird, not quite a laugh shows up, and then weird noted local weird laugher Lyle yeah. Larue, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Did I get that name right? Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't know anybody. We just described him pretty well. Yeah, that describes a lot of people I know. Um, uh, I all I can say is that I listened to the record. Uh-huh. I enjoyed the record, mm-hmm. and that uh, if other people were to listen to it, I suspect that there is a chance that they may also enjoy it. That's a 
strong. Don't oversell it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you may enjoy it. Do you want to reprint your record with that quote I, on the back? I'll of it? tell you for sure. I blurbed you, motherfucker. I'll tell you for sure that if you listen to the CD, you will uh, either like it or not. Okay. I don't know. That's guaranteed. I could see people being indifferent. No. No, you are <laughs> You are wrong. Indifference goes in the not category. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. I see your point. Yeah, he didn't say dislike. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I stand corrected. <laughs> Boom. Speaking of liking things. You fuckers. You, why, don't you, why don't you go like How Bad Cat, How Can It Show Me Bad's page on Facebook at facebook.com slash howbadcast. Woo. You can follow Steve Montenegro on the Twitters at howbadcast. Yeah. At. Follow Dan. At Dan underscore Linden. Boo. Boo for the underscore. All right. Or follow me at Mike S. Linden. No underscore. Yeah. Oh, yeah I yeah. was kind of expecting a cheer there. Twitter handle Conroy FTW. Man, I'm really proud of that one. I came <laughs> up with that. I came up with that for the win. Yeah. Seriously. Did you did you think you thought of that on your own? I was like, this is going to be around forever. This is a meme that is never. This is the first internet meme I that will never be fizzle. The one who grabs for the win. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of like Conroy six seven five two. You know, like, right? But nobody numbers else that has, mean nothing. Nobody else has FTW. FTW. Conroy. FTW. At Conroy FTW. Sorry. Twitter. He wins. I tweet like once every three or four days, and it's Perfect. impressive. Like, but those are well-crafted. Like, they've been chambered for a while. Like, you're just waiting sitting for... Sitting down to eat lunch with my friend. YOLO. You don't want to miss that. Right. You don't want yeah. to miss that shit. FTW right like, there. Right, I might be... Right now, I might have been tweeting in the last hour about how I'm going to go pick up Chris Maddock, and you could have missed it. Yeah, currently currently <laughs> doing something that should be more important, but instead tweeting about Chris <laughs> Maddock. Currently plugging... What was the name? My brother's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah. want to hear about how Chris Maddock is transported to shows? <laughs> Follow John Conroy's Twitter. Conroy FTW. Yeah, that's that seems like the that's that, incentive right there. Yeah, that seems like the best incentive to follow. Do you have shows you want to plug or something? Mm. Uh, You've done so many favors for us already. We figure we can return them. <laughs> no, I don't mean I don't know. I'm in fucking Madison, October. Madison, October 11th to the 13th. Star? Uh, Merrill, Indiana. Oh, that's October a real place. 19 and 20. Boom. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, November one through three, Comedy Cafe. Oh, you you get like you get like multiple nights in places. Like you get to, yeah, it's uh, that's you're you're yeah. like a real grown up with He's like real, FTW. Yeah, you're like a real grown up with real gigs. You get to go places, stay there. You don't immediately drive home from the casino in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. I'm a. I don't know if that makes me a grown up. Are you getting um, paid for any of these shows and anything other than chicken finger coupons? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most successful comedian we've ever had on the show, John Conroy. <laughs> that for can't be true. How many episodes have you guys done? Thousands. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have had someone. With... Someone told me the other night. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> FTW. <laughs> right there. 
That is how could this show be bad, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reaction that we that we try to wring out of our every guest at the end of the show. Yeah, I've got a story. Nah, we're done. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck it. That's Stephen Montenegro. Dan, how do you feel? Great. No, I was sort of going for a theme at the end of the show. Oh, but... I mean, uh, fuck it. <laughs> What's the opposite of FTW? <sighs> it doesn't epic, matter epic anymore. Fail fail the, the someone called it "fuck the world," and I'm like, that's what I. That's what I started it for. Yeah. Oh, the... wait, you started that meme? <laughs> that's better. No, I don't meme. I don't even know what a meme is. No one know. does. Well, fuck I know it. what they are, but yeah, you went and They're retconned terrible. that meme. Yeah. Did you chop and screw it? I don't, I We're just saying things only... now that we've read on the internet. We're <laughs> <laughs> just actively trying to annoy now until I finally Wait, sign out. now? Well, I mean, you're always actively trying to annoy me. Yeah. Generally the guest. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Boom! Boom! Yeah. Aw. For the win, fuck the world. Ah, uh, fuck it. Yeah. How could the show be bad? Fizzling out for another <laughs> two weeks. Thank you, and good night. You guys think that retarded people are fair game comedically? I realize I'm about to joke late on that question. I don't know if people should make fun of retarded people, Michelle Bachman or otherwise. I do, I do think people are overly sensitive about that word nowadays, the R word. Like, I had a lady tell me, she goes, you should never use that word because it's politically incorrect. And I was like, well, we're in luck because I'm not a politician. She goes, you should say mentally challenged. I'm like, oh, ma'am, I'm sorry, but that is comedically incorrect. <laughs> Retard is a much funnier word. And once we get tougher laugh crime legislation passed, I'm going to put you to death by cable guy. And they say that mentally challenged people can do things that even regular people can't. And that's true, right? I got a story about a group of 12-year-old kids who all went to the zoo on a field trip. One of them got lost. He was missing for an hour. When they found him, he was soaking wet from head to toe. They questioned him for 20 minutes about why he was wet, and they couldn't get an answer. So they brought him home, and his mom found him an hour later in the bathtub with a penguin. <laughs> 